often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Sapbox Podcast. This is episode 545. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse with my kitty cat chilling right behind me, Agent Fox Mulder. He doesn't seem too interested in the moment, so you probably won't hear him meow for a while. He's been fed like two hours ago, so... Hopefully he's chill. He's chill. He seems chill. I feel like me drawing attention to it's gonna draw him in though. He's gonna come, come at me. Uh, I've been going back through and watching uh, the uh, the Witcher, the Witcher, on uh, the old Netflix, the the Netflix. I haven't been chilling with it though. I don't know if that would be a good show to Netflix and chill to. Would you be like, well, I mean, there is some there are some sex scenes in there with Geralt, currently played by Henry Cavill. Fortunately, it's going to go to the shittier Hemsworth brother, the Liam Hemsworth, the the not as good Hemsworth, <laughs> who I believe is actually in was it uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, where he's <laughs> playing Thor in a play, if I remember correctly. Uh, maybe he'll be all right. Maybe he'll be all right. But, uh, you know, it, uh, just thinking of the voice. I like the Cavill voice as the Witcher, as, uh, as Geralt from Rivia. Yennefer, Yennefer. I can't really. He's got that, uh, you know, I've been smoking for 30 years and drinking whiskey kind of voice, which is pretty pretty nice. It's like old school radio kind of stuff that you'd want. He's like, pound the booze and the cigs till you get that sweet, sweet <laughs> grizzle almost to your voice. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I like his... Uh, I'm, I never read the books and um, never um, actually played the games. So uh, I don't have any real knowledge of Witcher outside of the Netflix series. So I can't get angry at what they do with uh, the storyline of uh, the series and that they would uh, deviate from the source material. But apparently I just read an article that Henry Cavill is a big fan of the books. And... uh, he was not. He gave the writers hell, apparently, as they wanted to keep deviating from the books, and he was he was not for it. He's like, you know, I'll slice your. Th- yeah, I can't, I can't do. I need to work on that. Yennefer, Yennefer. <laughs> the only like word I can associate with that because I don't know. I really like her purple eyes. <laughs> She's a good character too. I don't know. The show's all right. It's not like amazing, but you know, it's it's an entertaining show. The mage stuff, honestly, I I prefer like the Witcher side of things, and like I feel like the mages are unnecessary. 
Oh, Yennefer's all right, but I don't know. I'd I'd like the uh, just fighting beasts stuff. But I guess you need more plot than just fighting beasts. <laughs> than uh, than all of that that nonsense. Uh, I I do. <laughs> <laughs> the the greatest part about Yennefer though is like in the first season, she's got that. Uh, was it she's all that? I think it is. Uh, is that the name of it? The Rachel. Oh, now I'm gonna get the name of the, that film wrong. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah, it's the right movie. Okay, yeah, she's all that. <laughs> the Rachel Lee Cook movie, Freddie Prince Jr. It's the the movie where they uh, make the bet. To uh, like Freddie Prinze Jr. makes the the bet that he's gonna take this ugly girl, just ugly girl, and turn her into like the most popular. You know, he's gonna date her and turn into the most popular girl. Meanwhile, it's Rachel Lee Cook who's just hot. Like no matter like how she's dressing, she's basically she's wearing glasses and shit in the beginning. <laughs> Watching the trailer with the sound muted, and holy shit, uh. It's so old now, man. The just the quality is like, oh shit, yeah, this was the nineties. Late nineties, but still the nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's just nerdy, if if anything. She's got glasses on, some weird choices as far as uh clothing goes. <laughs> but I don't know, in the nineties that was probably right. I don't know. I was alive in the nineties. I was Hell, I turned into an a Oh, well, yeah, I was still, I guess, not quite an adult until, uh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I would have been. <laughs> I was a, an adult at the very end of the 90s. I had to do the math there, but yeah. I'm not too much younger than the characters or the people acting in this movie. But, uh, yeah, anyway, there's a she's all that kind of kind of feel to the Yennefer character. Which is kind of funny, but at least in Witcher, they uh, they bother to uh, <laughs> give her a humpback, and she's got a what do you call that? A cleft lip, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, her lips all all fucked up. So she's you know they they did a little bit more effort than she's all that. But I mean you can you can tell that underneath there's a beautiful woman minus the the humpback. And and that she's got a weird lip. Well, I guess her her jaw is kind of screwy too. They did a little bit of work on that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, look at these pictures from the game. Like uh, Geralt is uh, giving a big thumbs up. I need to play the game. I'd probably enjoy the game. Is uh, I'm sure I could pull up the old ones on the old. Uh, PS4 and uh, have my way with it, as it were. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely the I don't I would imagine in the books there was sort of a situation there with, with the Jennifer though, but I was definitely had she's all that vibes. I was missing like where is Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> There's I had to start getting into it. I, I figured they were going to release season three soon, and I knew Henry Cavill's last season was going to be season three, so I was like, yeah, let's give Witcher another go. And uh, looking at it, I guess, I believe, read somewhere like June or July. It's sometime this summer 
that they're putting out season three, which, of course, again, will be Henry Cavill's last season playing as Geralt, whereas it will go to Liam Hemsworth, which I don't believe anybody's happy with other than maybe Liam Hemsworth. (laughs) I could be wrong on that. From what I understand, the response has not been good to get rid of Cavill. Although, sounds like maybe the writers will be thrilled that they don't have Cavill. Maybe uh, Hemsworth is just like, whatever, I don't care what you do to the story. Maybe he won't. Maybe he's another big fan of the work, of the of the books, or the game. In which case, <laughs> he could uh, push for some good stuff. I'm curious to what the Liam Hemsworth voice will be. Hopefully it's... <laughs> I imagine it's because it's Liam Hemsworth. I imagine it's going to be be a bit cheesier. I don't know. That's just maybe not. He's probably a really cool guy. I like his brother, <laughs> you know, Chris Hemsworth. He's fucking Thor. <laughs> but uh, I just uh, envision, you know, he's going to want to go his own route. He's not going to mime the voice of Henry Cavill, which could could be bad. Could be bad if he can't do it very well. Or he could just, you know, turn it into Christian Christian Bale's Batman. Hey, hey, a girl's Arivia. Yennefer. Yennefer. Come back to me, Yennefer. <laughs> no, the Joker. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, It's not good. I've been having issues with my throat and stuff still. And, uh, shouldn't, it's only making it worse. I've I've got a while to go yet recording the show. I got to somehow save my voice and uh doing doing the Christian Bale Batman Batman Christian Batman. <laughs> uh it's a bit rough. It's harsh on the voice. I feel like Cavill's is rough, but it's not quite as hard to do as as Bale's Batman. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. But I guess, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe for him it was just like, maybe, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of shit with Henry Cavill or this interviews. I don't know how different that is for his voice. Maybe it'll be all right. I think after I go through uh, Witcher, finish the, because there's only a couple more episodes I need to get through. And I've been half-assed watching it. It's not like I've been intent intensely watching it but uh i've been uh i'm close to finishing it as it's basically been like background while i'm doing other shit and then uh i think after that i'll go back through and watch sweet tooth season one is uh that i believe is coming out this summer uh as well yeah, that's coming out June 4... Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, that was the original. <laughs> I don't know when the... Uh, June 6th is when uh, the uh, new installment of Sweet Tooth is coming back. And uh, that, that'll be exciting. That was a good one. That was an, That is a one that was based off a DC comic as opposed to, say, a novel's. Um, I did enjoy that. And, uh, I, I've been waiting for that because that, that first season came out in 2021. So it's like a two year, 
two-year gap. I mean, hell, it's been a gap in Witcher, too. I mean, the, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the pandemic and all, but uh, you know, it gives me something to look forward to. I know the final season of Stranger Things we got until next year. It's it's going to be a minute, so I uh, just have to keep Kate Bush on the back burner. And uh, I'll I'll go back through, I imagine, before the final season of that comes back through and binge all of Stranger Things again. As uh, I mean, it's a classic. It's so it's my my brain can't handle though the fact that all of the <laughs> actors pretty much now in that that were kids, you know, of course at, at the beginning of the show or like fucking in their twenties now, and it's uh. It doesn't seem right. I wanted them to stay the same age and have more, <laughs> more seasons like that. That's a that's a problem though. If you have a big show that's like popular and it's based around young kids, is they're gonna grow up? Then they're gonna be different. They're gonna be like real adults, and it's like ah, uh, not the same feel. They're not coming of age tale anymore when you're thirty five. <laughs> It's not quite the same, you know? If you were to follow Stand By Me, you know, and uh, see them become older, mainly Corey Feldman. If you were to see Corey Feldman older, which one of them dies? It's been a while since I watched Stand By Me. Uh, But, uh, if you were to watch them become adults, it would be kind of awkward. Although Jerry, uh, Jerry O'Connell, I mean, he came pretty, pretty attractive as, as opposed to him in his early days where he's the, the chunky kid. He's, he's the heavyweight kid. And, uh, at that, uh, oh man, it's so crazy looking at the, the poster of them now. It's like, I'm used to them being old. <laughs> no. As a yeah, that would be kind of weird to watch Stand by Me, you know, like as a series and see these same actors grow old. Unfortunately, River Phoenix didn't grow to be too old. As uh, he was a he was a good actor. I liked him in uh, Indiana Jones as Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And uh, and yeah. But stand by me. It's, it's good stuff. And uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to picture like <laughs> cast of uh, them as older. Like say if there's a, I don't know why I was thinking one of them died. Does does one of them die? I'm trying to think now. Um, do do. Which I oh yeah well I guess it, you know Richard Dreyfus is talking he's narrating the thing as uh, one of them I forgot <laughs> which character he is yeah because Wikipedia says back in present day Gordy is finishing a memoir of the experience he notes that Vern and Teddy separated from him and Chris in junior high Vern married after high school had four children and became a forklift operator which sounds like an amazing plot for a show right there, a forklift operator. I mean, you do some interesting things. I've operated a forklift. Whoa, let me tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Teddy tried to get into the RV but failed due to his ear and his eyesight. 
Teddy. I think that's Corey Feldman's character. Um, his eyesight and wound up serving time in jail. Well, that's interesting. Chris took college prep courses with Gordy and despite struggling, later became a lawyer uh, with the two eventually drifting apart. While recently attempting to break up a fight in a restaurant, Chris was stabbed to death. Gordy writes that although he hadn't seen Chris in over a decade, he'll miss him forever. He ends the story with, I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus does anyone before going outside to play with the sun. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, see, I mean, that specific story, I mean, you couldn't really, because the, the friends grow apart. It wouldn't make for a, for a good series if they, they split up. The team split up. Even like it, if that became like a like a story like that, then it would be because uh, those characters separate in between the two chapters. Either way, though, it would. Uh, I mean, I imagine Stand by Me. Imagine them as kids. I don't know. I forget. You know, before reading that little synopsis there on Wikipedia, I had forgotten that the story takes place with uh, Richard Dreyfuss narrating as a old man, as one of her older guy. I guess he wasn't a re- su- super old at the time. He's probably about my age, maybe a little bit younger than me whenever he uh, was in Stand By Me, but, uh, which I am old. <laughs> so there's that. But... Uh, I I'd forgotten that part. I just imagined, you know, the four actors as children finding a dead body. I mean, what more exciting was thinking you do as a kid? Unfortunately, I never had the chance to go find a dead body. That wasn't a an ev- adventure I ever went on as a kid. Not that I recall. You'd think I'd remember that. By that point, it was you know a little hard. I mean the. I guess in Stand By Me, if I remember, it took place like in the 50s, which probably would have been easier for like word of mouth. Like, hey, man, here's a fucking dead body over here. Let's go check it out. (laughs) As uh, time has progressed, you know, and uh, I would imagine, especially nowadays, as soon as someone were to hear that there was a dead body, the, the cops would be there. I would hope. To go, uh, you know, I don't know, pick it up, clean it up maybe. Do some kind of investigation. Hopefully. Probably not. But you know me, hopefully not. <laughs> or hopefully they would. Uh, there was a great YouTube show. Um, on When I had the YouTube Premium. That's how you would find it. And I guess it started before YouTube Premium. I want to say it was... Uh, like a funny or die thing or something originally. But uh it's a do you want to see a dead body or so you want to see you want to see a dead body and holy shit. I'm sure I talked about it years ago in the podcast, but that show is fucking hilarious. Rob Hubel. And it's basically a a stand by me premise. Of course it's adults. <laughs> Here we go. Do you want to see a dead body? Ugh, so good. So good. Um, yeah. Let's see where it started. It was created by Owen Burke and Rob Hubel. 
premiered back in November 17th of 2017, which is six years ago now. Fuck. On YouTube Red. And then uh, 2019, they fucking canceled the series. You assholes. So, so fucking funny. So funny. Um, uh, they do, you know, crazy shit usually. Ha- the, like, the dead body parts just kind of... They run into it and at the very end. There's not uh, much to it. But, uh, yeah, here's the background. There's uh, the, the journey is the, the funny part. Is them going to meet up with it? Um, let's see here. The uh, background is the concept for the series originated out of a reoccurring sketch from the HBO series Funny or Die Presents. Those sketches eventually made their way to YouTube and the Funny or Die website where they received more notability. Rob Hubel and Owen Burke created those original sketches. Later decided to expand upon them with the full series. Hubel was, uh, has commented that the show was loosely inspired by his fascination with 1980s projects like Stand By Me, where kids could go off into the wilderness in search of an adventure, in addition to moments from Hubel's own childhood when he and childhood friends would find penthouse magazines in these weird forts of teenagers, which you oh, we, I, I've talked about that before, but it's been a while. But that was definitely a thing we did as kids. We would go on search. We heard there's a porn mag in this field under this rock. And again, there's this mysterious thing I wondered. Like, there must have been something with, like, truckers or just people driving with porn magazines. I don't know, jerking off. And, like, once you're done with the magazine, you toss it out the window. Maybe it's a thing to, like, here's me giving back to the world. I'm going to give back to the young ch- children that do not have access to porn. <laughs> They're going to experience it for the first time by finding this porn mag in a field. <laughs> I don't know how this shit always ended up in a field. It was always like in a field and then you find it and you know, you, your friend, you get your friends and like, Oh, we got to go see this. You, it was a trek to go see the fucking porn mag. You would go. It was very standby me ish. Except for there wasn't a dead body. I don't remember there being a dead body in the magazines either. There was a, <laughs> there was a few occasions where we did this, and it was just like this, just like it was like finding the holy grail. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's that's what a vagina looks like. Especially when it wasn't like, especially when it was past Playboy, because Playboy, you know, a lot of kids' parents would have, dads would have like Playboys and stuff. Then you get the the real raunchy stuff. You just that's what you'd end up finding, like a field somewhere. That's the stuff you like. I can't let anybody know. I just jerked off to this. I gotta toss this. Ah, <laughs> uh, that show though uh, is extremely funny. As uh, the funniest one, if I remember. Let's see, was it Qu- Quartery? No, it wasn't Cordry. I think it was, yeah, Body in a Train. I think it was the one with Matt Walsh, who uh, got his, was uh, one of the founding members of the Upright Citizens Brigade sketch comedy troupe, which they had their own television show for a while on Comedy Central. And uh, that's where I mainly know Matt Walsh from. But he's been in a lot of different stuff through the years. Um, Damn it, I got to see. I got to go on. On the YouTubes, 
and see if they have because it used to be beyond the paywall. You had to be it's a YouTube original, and uh, it was the only way you could fucking access it was to be a premium member. I'm not a premium member anymore, although I miss not seeing commercials on YouTube, so that sucks. Um, let's see here. Do you want to see a dead body? It helps you just spell it right. Here we go. Dead body. And oh, can you? I think you can. Oh, that's still part of the premium. You sons of bitches, <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, I guess it's a reason to still. <laughs> still, uh, be a YouTube premium. Oh, damn it! I didn't want the sound. There we go. Didn't want to pop that up. Man, that that sucks. Sucks is still beyond beyond the paywall. But if you are a YouTube premium member, just saying, do you want to see a dead body? It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. One of the funniest shows I've seen in the last like decade. And uh I mean, what a great way to have a, a fun with the premise of Stand By Me. There's got to be a... Like, come on, guys. It's been out for how long? Just put the shit out there for free on YouTube. Who's got YouTube premium anymore anyway? Uh, it's like one of the few reasons like to actually have a YouTube premium other than to not see commercials. I wish they'd bring that back. Ah, so good. See if there's another way to stream it online for free. No, just just YouTube. <laughs> just the YouTubes. Uh, that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Really, the adventures of being a kid, I just remember just riding bikes. I don't remember, again, the, the, don't recall ever searching for a dead body. Uh, maybe we saw some fucking, we probably saw some roadkill and shit. I mean, there's probably plenty of that. I mean, that's could be on the road a lot. Nothing comes to mind. I wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer either. I wasn't uh, doing anything horrible to, to animals. I wouldn't have done that. I loved animals as a child, and uh, I like it was an adult too. But you know, <laughs> uh, I only have the one cat here because uh, he was missing a leg. I felt bad for him. I felt bad. It was in freezing cold. Anyway, I loved those coming-of-age stories, though, like Stranger Things when I was a kid. I would have fucking gone nuts if that came out when I was preteen. I would have been like, this is amazing, which I thought it was great when it came out anyway, being a full-fledged, fully-fledged adult. And uh really enjoyed it. I would imagine... It would have been mind-blowing as a 12-year-old, say. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> as uh, seeing uh, probably, I mean, the best movie, like, coming of age of my time growing up was probably the Goonies. I mean, holy shit, Goonies. 
it's like she's all that but like good <laughs> and by she's all that i mean like not even any part of she's all that i don't remember there being any she's all that there's no nerdy girl attractive girl that becomes hot there's none of that and, uh, <laughs> i just had that pulled up she's all that pulled up on my uh google search here and uh yeah there is no correlation there that i'm aware of holy shit this picture of Corey feldman like there's the cast and Corey feldman whatever the fuck he's wearing in this suit you like you just see like a headshot but he's wearing a bow tie very michael jackson inspired ensemble here he's wearing and it's kind of weird as shit um the only yeah, most of the actors they show them like later on like more recent pictures obviously there's a few of them that are passed on now um but then <laughs> Carrie Green I was wondering if she she died she was uh uh I don't remember what her name was in Goonies um but it shows her from that period of Goonies. I guess she doesn't act in anything anymore. It just kind of threw me off. It's like, did she die? No, she's not dead. The uh, Mama Fratelli, though she passed away, and the, the guy that played Sloth uh, passed away there. But uh, it appears Carrie Green's still, <laughs> still alive. I don't think she's... No, oh, looks like the last thing she really did was like in... 2012 as an actress at least and yeah I guess she's out of the biz in general she only had one credit for directing one credit for writing as uh I mean such a cast in there man Sean Astin Corey Feldman when he was good by that I mean when he was a child he was entertaining as a child as an adult he's just fucking weird (laughs) I mean I loved him in the burbs Friday 13th that's some good shit. Uh, as uh, I think uh, Ki Hoi Kwan, uh, he plays Data. He was also short short round in Indiana Jones. Um, I think he's been back to acting. Like he went away for it for a long time, but I think he's been back acting a little bit here. Yeah, it looks like he's recently been in stuff, but I'd f- forgotten that he was in uh, Encino Man with uh, Brendan Fraser and uh, Pauly Shore, of course, as uh, he was recently in a interview thing with Brendan Fraser and uh, talking about how much he enjoyed watching uh, The Whale, the Brendan Fraser's... Uh, I. <laughs> I used to say Frasier, but from my, I believe it's more Fraser or <laughs> I can't pronounce. I'm gonna, <sighs> yeah, With the the dude from Encino Man and the Mummy, yeah, that guy, that guy, was, uh, he uh, got blacklisted for a little while and he's he's back. Was, uh, I think he had a Me Too moment where some somebody did something to him or, or so. I don't remember what it was, but he uh, he didn't want to play ball or something, but he was wrongfully blacklisted from what I understand. Um, but uh, it's weird that they, uh, the, the pictures they chose when you see up the 
a cast of Goonies. Josh Brolin, man, it's crazy to see Josh Brolin, like, you know, in his 50s and shit now. He's the, well, it's crazy to see all these people. I mean, they're either in their 40s or 50s. <laughs> the best one's probably looking his chunk. He's not a, an actor at all. I think he's like a lawyer or something now. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he's a lawyer. He looks good. He looks good. Yeah, you really have to look to see that that's chunk. And uh, I'm guessing he probably doesn't do the truffle shuffle anymore. Just going to throw it out there. Probably not. Good God, man. I mean, he he looks solid, man. He looks like he works out, man. He works out. <laughs> You're like dumb and dumber when they're... Uh, I mean, I can look at his face because he's got a shaved head now. I can definitely see it's Chunk, but, man, you really got to look. I mean, Chunk, it wasn't like he was the most, like, he was a, a thicker kid, but he wasn't, like, a majorly obese, you know? <laughs> um, Holy shit. Just going on a deep dive on <laughs> the Goonies. I would, you know, I dreamt as a kid with all those coming of age stories. I was like hoping there was some kind of adventure out there. You know, we're gonna find it. We're gonna ride our bikes, and uh, you know, I was just hoping somebody, you know, would end up finding a treasure map in their parents' like attic or something at some point, and we'd have to go on this adventure. And it just never fucking came to be. It was just always like porn mags. We're going to go to this fucking bean field and find finger fucking fun. That was that was what happened. I was wanting an adventure, and that's what led me, I guess, to shit the bed in Russia. As, uh, I did that. As I, haven't, I feel like I haven't brought that story up in a while. <laughs> it's not something I talk about a whole lot since uh, Vladimir Putin uh, started this fucking war. I mean, special operation. In uh, Ukraine, of course. And, uh, but yeah, shit the bed in Russia. That was my, me ad- going on an adventure. And thankfully though, that wasn't the only thing I, I would do. I ended up tra- as far as traveling goes. And I went to, uh, of course, Ireland three times, Germany and Austria on the one trip, uh, Russia twice. The first time I shit the bed. The second time I did not really, Went to Russia. That was the last possible time I probably could have gone to Russia as an American because, well, I mean, I guess I could have come 2021. But, uh, I mean, the the restrictions due to COVID and everything were still probably, like, you know, in effect then. Going there would have been challenging had I been able to afford to do so. But now because of, of the war in Ukraine. And all the it's hard to imagine being able to go back there any time in the say at least ten years or so. And uh, yeah, I had, I I don't even know where to find porn mags anymore. It seems like the kids are the ones that know, are aware of like uh, where to find porn mags and fields. But I figure that now since there's the internet, kids don't need porn mags and fields. They've lost their adventures. This is a sad thing. They don't have to go to a field. It's not like there's going to be like a iPad at the middle of a bean field with its browser straight to uh, Pornhub. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's a thing. 
and you'd really need the battery to be charged or the kid to have a charger for it, you know? I'd be like, holy shit, we found this fucking iPad. Of course, it's not going to be an iPad. Who's going to throw an iPad in a bean field? It's going to be some shitty knockoff of uh, some, sh- I don't know, some real cheapest tablet. This is the cheapest tablet. I don't even know what the cheapest tablet is now. Uh, as uh, Oh, no, 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 no. My computer is, I'm hitting buttons I shouldn't be. Let's see, cheapest tablet. Let's find some shitty names. iPad, that's not the the cheapest tablet. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seven best cheapest tablets. Of, I want dirt cheap, the cheapest, not, <laughs> not, not what they say is still good. Uh, Let's see the worst. <laughs> What's the worst? Worst, cheapest tablet. Let's find that out. Uh, oh, that's in 2012. That's, that's not going to help me out much. Um, here's one from 2021. That's fairly recent. Please don't buy these cheap Android tablets. Uh, so these are the tablets I'm going to say you might find in a field with connection to porn. <laughs> And they don't, what, oh man, come on. I thought they'd have a better separation here and just like it's, let's see here, the worst offenders. <laughs> come on, give me a good, uh, talking about the Amazon branded fire tablets. Um, Uh, they they sell those super cheap because you can they make money off the you know the apps and shit. Um, so maybe it'd be an Amazon Fire tablet, but uh, oh here we go. Here's the name of one: the Zonko 10-inch Android tablet, uh, which is clearly positioned as being a sleek budget alternative to the Amazon Fire tablet. Only problem: it's underpowered, has a dated version of Android that certainly won't be updated a subpar camera and more glaring issues or the v- Vankyo matrix pad sounds like almost like a maxi pad <laughs> it also has a 10 inch display 32 gigs of storage and a slate black color scheme oh yeah it only has two gigabytes of ram also ships with android 9 or way beyond quad core mobile processors being high end uh but maybe it would be the Vankyo? I don't know. It's probably some kind of Amazon Fire. It'd be something that somebody didn't pay a whole lot of money for. If you're going to throw that in a bean field. <laughs> and you'd have to... And even if you left it on porn, it would only be left on porn while it was still charged, right? You know, these... There's no Excalibur moment for kids anymore because of this. Like, that was my Excalibur moment, was finding the sword in the stone, was the porn in the field. How am I, How is a kid nowadays going to become King Arthur if they can't find porn in a field? They're not going to pull it out of stone. They're not going to pull the tablet out of stone. Uh, 
<laughs> that would be make for an entertaining movie though if it was like based in like say the eighties, make it around my childhood. Let's yeah, like a like a real time period piece. Make it in the eighties and about how there's this whole thing to uh truck drivers and throwing out porn out of uh out of cars into fields. And there being a, a coming <laughs> a coming of age tale first experience with porn and just having the most fucked up name like finger fucking fun which oh my gosh i should uh <laughs> i don't know why i said oh my gosh but uh i want to i want to google search this but i feel like i should probably not do that on my pc that i enjoy i feel like i'm gonna get some my shit's not gonna work right anymore if i uh <laughs> look that up on the one i, I use to play games Let's use it on the shitty laptop here. Finger fucking fun. I don't know how long this was a publication for. Um, <laughs> that's a very niche audience because it's all fingering. Let's see what happens. Am I gonna have some kind of? It just goes to Pornhub. Just Pornhub. Or uh, let's <laughs> see magazine. Let's see here. The Finger Magazine. Ooh, here's a... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the Saga of Finger Magazine. This is a different magazine. Hmm. The Saga of Finger Magazine. DrSusanBlock.com. This doesn't seem... I see some stuff on the classic erotica with the finger fucking foot. I'm almost afraid to look at this porn... <laughs> Oh, uh, damn it. I'm not... Apparently that site, uh, drsusanblock.com is uh, not a very good site to... Uh, let's go to... Okay, apparently I'm not going to go to that one because it's not loading up. And they're on a bad server or something. I don't know what's going on there. But classic erotica. I, I had no idea there was a site dedicated to this. But of course there is. This is on classic-erotica.net forward slash finger dash fucking dash fun forward slash uh what what finger fucking fun unknown usa solo sex loop featuring sandy samples or candy samples candy samples (laughs) i fucking love this name it's a video i thought this was gonna be a magazine this isn't the magazine this is a fucking fucking video is there also a there's no uh, I guess I'm gonna watch the video <laughs> just a it's just a thumbnail uh oh no I feel like this is gonna be oh I gotta pay I gotta pay I'm not doing that I'm not paying for this horrid old uh yeah, see, I can't find, like, there's an article from frolicme.com saying, Rediscovering Finger, it's so very underrated. Um, I don't want the video. There was a fucking magazine. I figure, I don't imagine. Uh, yeah, I imagine there's, it wasn't like a real big publication, but there was, Definitely a magazine that I recall the name being Finger Fucking Fun. 
it was just such a crazy name that like I uh, as a child it was emblazoned into my brain and uh unfortunately I, I I couldn't I thought for sure when I saw that erotica classic erotica stuff I was like oh fuck did I find it and no no it's the old video but uh, that I can't watch cuz Maybe I should pull up the Pornhub stuff. I should probably not go back to that. This, uh, <laughs> the top search was on Pornhub, but I wonder if it was the classic. Um, well, that's when I type in magazine. As uh, I'm sure the finger fucking fun, like it's just gonna be just a bunch of fingering videos, probably from now. Uh, what the fuck? Etsy's got a thing called Fuck Off Finger. What's Fuck Off Finger? <laughs> oh, it's just giving the... Flipping the bird. Oh, there's an octopus with a bunch of hands on it. Giving the bird. Fuck off. Give zero fucks, man. Some nice stuff. There's a, there's a lot of merch giving the bird. Flipping the bird. Then there's a shirt that... I thought was going to have it on there. It's a bunch of sign language, and then none of them are the bird. They're not fucking off. Uh, but there is definitely a lot of merch with uh, the bird. Flipping the bird. There's a lot of hands that you can just buy. Like, oh, it looks like a plaster hand. There's some. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I like this. There's a coffee mug. I don't know what the outside of it looks like, but the inside, in the very inside of the mug, it's got a finger giving you, flipping you off that it's at the very bottom of the mug. So you don't see it until you get, to, you drink to the bottom of the mug. It's flipping you off. That is fantastic. I, I do enjoy that. That is pretty nice. Like I imagine if you look down and start seeing something popping out, it's like, what? What's at the bottom of this mug? <laughs> They're like, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> That's pretty great. I am, uh, I got to say, that is, that is fantastic. There's this some dope stuff. They they did, uh, they did a good job on that. Then there's a skull thing that's like a cup. It's got a... It's like a shot glass. Is it a shot glass? Oh, it's a coffee mug, but the the inside is shaped like a, a skull, but it's all see-through. It's all glass. And then, and then when you pour stuff in it, you can really see the uh, the skull. That's kind of cool. It's only like six six dollars <laughs> $6.66. Uh, those are nice. Oh, it's considered a wine glass. Skull-shaped creative wine glass. Well, it's saying coffee mug though over here. What the fuck? Well, I guess you put I mean, you put whatever you want in there. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, man, there's a lot of fuck off things, but no finger fucking fun. Of the of what I recall, I didn't find my sword as an adult either. Apparently, still not King Arthur. Nor will I ever be King Arthur. No Guinevere for me, or uh, who was King Arthur's? 
<laughs> was in King Arthur's court? Shit. Uh, I don't even remember. What was the, the knight? Sir Lancelot. Yeah. I have no... I'm, I'm not even Sir Lancelot. I mean, Jesus. King Arthur found the goddamn Excalibur, though. Sir Lancelot. I don't know who would be my Sir Lancelot. <laughs> I don't have much of a crew anymore. I just kind of kind of hang out at home. Play Call of Duty with my my coworkers. And we're not it's not like we're in the same room. We're we're uh, the through the headsets as uh I'll be rocking some Call of Duty later actually. We're playing the old uh, Warzone 2 and uh we we got a solid team. We got like uh we've got like five guys, five of us that uh, play on a regular basis. Unfortunately, you can uh, with playing Warzone, you can only up to four. But it's kind of nice because we got an alternate if somebody's not on, uh, <clears throat> which happens a lot. You know, that we're uh, we're adults, man. We got shit to do. <laughs> we're not always playing Call of Duty. But, uh, we got Rob, Brandon, and uh, John and uh, D- Dustin there. It was uh, J- or uh, Jimmy Crow Magnum, as he was once known, uh, being on the show. And uh, we get, we get some. I mean, we're not unstoppable, but we've had we've had some wins. We've had some wins. Fortunately, we didn't have any wins last night. Um, but uh, we we're we're all right. We're all right. Unfortunately, though, they don't really keep the stats yet. I mean, season two for Warzone is going to be coming out. Uh, like within a few weeks. I think second week. Uh, season two. Here we go. Warzone two, season two. Ba-ba-ba-ba. It's released in like February f- something. <laughs> February fifteenth. Uh, which they're turning, they're changing it with season two of this Warzone season two, season two. They're turning a lot of it back into Warzone one. Which is funny to me. Fun fact, because uh, if you've, you've played it at all, uh, the original Warzone, um, when you die, it's a Battle Royale game, of course, much like uh, Fortnite, except for you're not building shit, you're just killing people. And, uh, it's, you know, it's Highlander rules. Whoever uh, is alive at the end is the Highlander, so, so to speak. And uh, there can only be one team. I mean, there's... But... Uh, you you parachute in, grab weapons, and uh, go on a killing spree. Hopefully, if you're good. Otherwise, you you know you're just gonna die right off the bat. Anyway, uh, the original Gulag. See, if you die in the Warzone One, of course, and you go to the Gulag, it's one v one, one person versus one person, and whoever wins that comes back into the uh, main game uh, without having to be bought back, of course, and everything. And, of course, in Warzone 2, Gulag works as uh, you go in there, and it's 2v2. And it's if you and your teammate die at the same time, you you have a good shot of going into the Gulag together, and you can help each other. But most of the time you go into the Gulag, and you're just put with a random teammate, a rando. A lot of times it's who you just killed, or they just killed you. <laughs> And your teammate killed them in return, which is kind of weird. 
<laughs> than to go like be their teammate in the gulag. It's kind of funny. And then, uh, of course, in season or Warzone two, they've got the jailer in the gulag. So uh, after a certain amount of time goes by, the jailer comes out and he's got a big fucking minigun that he's he can uh, fuck some shit up with. And you can either win the gulag by, of course, taking out the uh, opposing team, opposing two other uh, people across from you, or, of course, the jailer. But to kill the jailer, I mean, you really need both teams to go after killing the jailer. And <laughs> Sure, people are going to go like, hey, let's go after the jailer, and then they're not going to go after the jailer. You're like, fuck, yeah, yeah, I'm going to kill the jailer. Let's do that, and then they're going to kill you. Uh but I kind of like having the jailer in there as opposed to in the original gulag you had, uh, there was a time limit and then if it took too long. A flag would pop up and whoever took the flag first would win. And if nobody did, you'd fucking lose. Everybody loses. <laughs> but, uh, I kind of like the jailer as, as opposed to the flag. They're going back to a one V one as they did in Warzone one. And uh, no jailer. It's going back to a flag. I know a lot of people were mad about the whole gulag, how it's uh, set up on the uh, Warzone Two now. But like, I, I don't know. I've, I'm okay with it. With the except, I, I can understand going one v one. I say like leave the jailer in there and go one v one. And uh, <clears throat> I don't. Maybe give you a little bit more ammo or just keep you at the ammo you're at for the 2v2 because that was a big problem or has been a big problem for me in the gulag as of now is going in there and just fucking blowing all my rounds and uh, being out of ammo once I run into the fucking the last enemy because sometimes, you know, your teammate is not even there. Like, they're away from the game. And, uh, they're not moving, so they die right off the bat. <laughs> and they are no help to you whatsoever. <laughs> or they just, you know, charge the other team immediately and get just fucking annihilated. And, uh, again, you're just left to kill the other two players yourself. And sometimes, you know, if you got to kill both players, you just don't have enough ammo. A lot of the times, it's just better to go and try to sneak up and get a melee. <laughs> And, uh, but they've, they've changing quite a bit of shit back to where it was in like Warzone one, the way the loot is distributed. There's no more fucking backpacks, uh, that loot is in. It's just going to be straight up on the ground. And, uh, basically they're a lot of what they're changing to me. It seems like they're changing everything back to Warzone one, which is just funny to me. And then, uh, with the exception, they're still DMZ, the game mode DMZ. But uh, I don't know. I, I we have some fun playing God. I I hope that there's a Call of Duty at some point where it's in the U.S. I think that'd be great. Um, and have it like a Red Dawn situation. I mean, you can make it even the '80s. It wouldn't be Call of Duty, but I mean, you can make it like a Red Dawn game. If you could get, well, it'd have to be Patrick Swayze's family that would have to give the green light on this since he's gone. But, you know, maybe Charlie Sheen would be on board 
for like having his character in there. I mean, you could have like a real Red Dawn situation. It'd be interesting. And uh, preferably the original Red Dawn, not the uh, shitty remake. Not that one. We'll have the uh, the OGs with Leia Thompson, uh, C. Thomas Howell, and whatever the people playing the Russians were. were. I don't remember who all was on that. I feel like the, they weren't as big as actors. Red Dawn was such a great, great movie, though. And apparently, from what I understand, fun fact... I've watched there for a while. I was watching that show on Netflix. It's uh, shit. I don't remember the name of it. Some something about the movies we love or something like that. But it's like the history of like Pretty Woman and a bunch of bunch of older movies. They got Alien, Nightmare on Elm Street. But they did mention uh, Dirty Dancing was one of the movies, and I watched it. And apparently, um, Patrick Swayze. And Jennifer Grey, who are both in Red Dawn and Dirty Dancing. Uh, Jennifer Grey really hated Patrick Swayze when they did Red Dawn. Really hated him. So she was not thrilled (laughs) for him to be coming in and doing uh, Dirty Dancing. I think she felt differently after Dirty Dancing. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. As uh, a... For whatever... I forgot why, but apparently she did, did not like him while they were shooting Red Dawn. It was, uh... But, you know, I guess a few years passed by that point. Um, oh, it's, it's such a good fucking movie, man. It's such a good movie. And, uh, the, see, they should have just waited a few years to redo Red Dawn. Is that when they did redo... redo <laughs> did redo Red Dawn? <laughs> that's, a, that's a big of a tongue twister. Um... That was in 2012, and it was Korea. It was this fucking Korean thing, and who's all in that? Uh, fucking uh, Chris Hemsworth, Josh Peck. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is the biggest name in there. Um, I'm trying to look for actual pictures of the movie, and that guy looks like he's <laughs> dressed as Kim. Kim Jong Il? I don't know what's going on there. Uh, that's freaking me out. Um, yeah, but it's uh, yeah. See, at the time, everybody was freaked out more about North Korea. Now, North Korea is really taking a backseat because Vladimir Putin's uh, showing how much of a tyrant he is. So now they could redo Red Dawn again. Now that it's been. A decade, over a decade since the last Red Dawn remake, they could remake it again and then just go back to the Russians. As uh, that was a c- classic movie thing in the '80s for U.S. cinema, was because you know the whole uh, <coughs> Iron Curtain and all that good stuff. There was uh, the Cold War, as it was, as uh, they, they uh, oh man. <laughs> They're so all look at the actors. Of course, Patrick Swayze's passed away, but like all the actors now, the pictures of uh, them now, it's like rough. Powers Booth, who I believe he was one of the Russians in Red Dawn. Uh, he he's pretty old now, pretty old. That's uh that's a thing that just really boggles my brain is to watch to look at pictures of uh 
actors or actresses that I've watched in movies, even maybe even watched them recently, like the movie that I'm you know referring to, and uh, seeing them just old. And knowing I could just watch the movie, I'm like, they're not old. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. He's not old. He's like my age, Forrest Gump. Okay, he's kind of old at that point. <laughs> but uh, it boggles my, my brain. It's it's just hard to understand, like, oh, fuck. Because if they're that old, and I remember when this movie came out, it means I'm fucking old. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm looking at Medusa's face and like turning myself to stone. It's just, it's just bad. I shouldn't look at, uh, them ne- like look at, you know, do searches of what does such and such actress or actor look like now? Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. It only fucks with your brain, man. Don't. Don't do that. It's a, it'll, it'll, maybe I'm the only person like this, but it, it hurt. I know I'm not, I know I'm not the only person, but it, it's, it's weird. It fucks up my brain to see, see actors or musicians where I've you know, watched a lot of videos and listened to their music forever. And then just to see pictures of them, like, Oh shit, that's what they look like now in concert. Holy fuck. I'm not, a, thankfully I'm not a big, uh, Guns N' Roses fan. I'm like, oh, I'm okay with their music and stuff. I was never a huge Guns N' Roses fan. But holy shit, Axl Rose now, which is no surprise. It's amazing that guy's still alive. Amazing that guy's still alive. He should probably have died a few years ago, let's be honest. But man, he's he's not looking... He's actually, I think, lost some weight, but man, he's really chunked out, and he's, you know, I mean, he's like 60 now. Or, or getting close. He's got to be in at least in his late 50s. And he's abused his body and then some. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I just saw a video of him actually uh, doing November Rain at uh, Lisa Marie Presley's video. Video, I mean, her fucking funeral. <laughs> My brain, it's gone. That's not good because I'm going I'm to have to do, I'm going to have to perform tonight on Call of Duty. I'm going to need my brain to be a little sharp. Um. I'm gonna have to work on that. I have to work on that. I have to get, have to get the brain going. I might have to go to Casey's, get some uh, refreshments or something. You know, alcohol that always sharpens the senses. <laughs> get some Angry Orchard. That gets my fingers fucking fun stuff going on. There's a. Uh, that was not a very good callback. I was trying to work that in somehow, but basically, you know, I use my fingers on the keys. And keyboard and the mouse and yeah it, you know it might the, the, the loosen them up a little bit uh, thinning out the blood it'll uh, make my the the keys easier to press right yeah that's the story I'm going with it's the story I'm gonna tell myself as I try to uh justify it before I go to bed tonight and uh hopefully I'll sleep well <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this is uh that's all I've really got. I didn't really uh have much of a plan of what to talk about tonight. At least I didn't do multiple takes. I have I feel there's no reason for me to tomorrow to go wake up and go, you know what, fuck, I need to just redo that. Like I did last week. 
I didn't uh, go off a YouTube rabbit hole. Go down one of those. And then, uh, yeah, go into some weird places. But uh, I was just talking about, you know, the Excalibur for uh, children is is gone. No more porn fields. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's all I've got. As always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.